everybody. It's Han. I'm back. I've missed you beautiful beings so much. I'm 20 now. This is my first podcast not being a teenager and I am so happy that I'm alive and I've made it this far. Blessings to all of you who have found the podcast recently because there's been so many people that have reached out to me just making me feel like I'm on the right path and today I want to talk about our paths and just trusting the universe that you are on the right path or maybe feeling like you're not on the right path and all of the things I'm going to be speaking on today are from personal experience so if you've heard other things or you believe other things message me and let's connect let's expand each other's consciousness and the last thing we should be doing though is like hey I believe this so you're wrong because that's not good vibes So I am a type of person that gets very nervous and I doubt myself a lot. I'm a Libra. If you're into astrology, we're very up and down. We can't make a goddamn decision to save our mother effing lives, but that reflects itself very much so in the way that I question what I'm doing with my life and why I'm doing it and if it's right and if it's wrong and if this part is right or if this part is wrong I'm all over the place and I got a reading done the other week a astrology reading which I'm not a huge astrology person um certain parts of it do obviously resonate with me but I'm not like the type of person that bases oh that mercury's in retrograde so I'm not leaving the house because um shit's gonna hit the fan I'm not that into astrology but I will say The reading that I got done through my birth time and date and whereabout I was born was the most on-spot reading I've ever gotten done. When I got this reading done, he said, he's like, holy shit, you can't make a decision to save your life. And I'm like, okay, like typical Libra thing. But then he was bringing up concrete things that I go through every day. So like say I'm meditating and I start meditating and it feels like I'm, you know, leaving my body a little bit and it starts to feel a little bit whoa 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 like what are we doing and I immediately am like done I can't do it I don't trust I like don't trust that this is right and he was like you just always doubt and think the worst of any situation which spawns from inner child and my parents and all of that but he was really hit it on the head because it made me realize like most people don't doubt every situation that comes to them and don't have these trust issues So he gave me the mantra of, I trust the universe. So now actually, when I am in a situation where I start to be like, oh my God, um, I'm nervous. I'll just affirm to the universe that I trust. And so it is, that is whatever outcome comes to me is meant to be. And I ultimately trust it. However, a big hardship of mine, something that I really struggle with no matter how much work I put into it, is trusting that I am on the right path in this moment right now. And I'm not talking about the podcast. I know that that is my truth and I know I'm meant to be doing it. I'm talking about like being in college, still being close to my hometown, in a closed-minded area, very, I wouldn't say conservative politically, but conservative in the sense that there's not a lot of opportunities to branch out and make your own way of life. I mean, you can, obviously, nothing's impossible, but it's not like I live in a place like LA where it's socially acceptable to just be your own person and like nobody else. It's like here, it's more of a what's going on with her. So I'm also in an area that makes it hard for me to trust that I'm on the right path, being on this spirituality journey and all of that. But 
I more so am always questioning. Like I contemplate just dropping out of school every week, I would say. And I don't really have an answer as to if that's the right path for me or if it's not because I haven't done it, truly done it. Um, But I'm always questioning, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And so I started catching those thoughts. And before I go into a full-blown existential crisis, anxiety attack, I will first just leave the thought for a second because just drowning in these uncertain thoughts that you're not going to get an answer from just freaking out over isn't going to get you anything obviously so what I'll do is I will leave that thought like completely just be like okay we're not dealing with this right now and I will go into my happier place which is usually at the beach which I'm at right now even though it's getting cold or it can honestly just be like in my house somewhere I feel comfortable and I will go into some sort of meditation or just silent space, and ask the universe for a specific sign. So I'm going to give you guys an example of something that I've only told one person, but I feel like it's very beneficial. So the other day, I'm meditating and just got really anxious over the idea of what I'm still doing in college. I don't exactly have this concrete plan laid out of what I want to do. And it seems like everybody else does. Like I'm talking, I don't, not even certain on a major yet. I'm a junior in college type thing because there's just, there's so many different things you could do. Why am I supposed to just, you know, the whole spiel about, I can't pick just one thing. I'm too young. Yeah, that. So I was going down that rabbit hole of indecisiveness and anxiety and blah, 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 so forth and so on. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to ask my angels for the most random fucking sign I possibly could. I said, angels, if I just need to chill the F out and trust the process, surrender to the universe and just expect the best, but just simply relax, I want to see a snowflake with 888 or like any amount of eights on it, just eight, a snowflake and the number eight, eight means abundance. It means, you know, there's lots of abundance coming to you. And my friend Noelle and I actually this weekend, were like super into 888 because we wanted an abundance of love to come to us, safety, just abundance of beautiful things to come to us over our weekend. And so that number was stuck in my head from that. And so I just said to my angels, I want to see that. And if you show me it, It needs to be right in my face and it needs to be a super clear sign that I just need to chill out and trust the process. So a day goes by and I go to work and I work with kids in a daycare center. So I am playing Uno with these kids and it's actually, you know, the movie Frozen. It's a Frozen movie themed Uno game and Frozen is all about like snow and it's a winter wonderland movie. So my winning card was Olaf with a snowflake and it was the winning card of 888. So like I got all the eights or no, sorry, it wasn't Uno. We were playing Go Fish, but doesn't matter. Um, And so it didn't hit me right away. It wasn't like I in that moment was like, whoa, it hit me later. I was meditating. And then all of a sudden I just see Olaf, like I'm literally meditating and I see Olaf and it's, I'm like, what the fuck? And then it clicks to me. Oh my God. A, A, A. I saw snowflake. I need to shut up, trust the universe and just enjoy life right now because I trust that in 
five months and five days and five minutes and five years, however long it takes, I trust that my dream life is coming to me. Whether it's in a way I don't expect it, I surrender that to the universe and so it is, period. So if that is not the most divine timing, just whoa type thing, because honestly, when I meditate, I don't think about things that happened in my day. I think about things that, um, I don't think about anything actually when I meditate. It's a safe space where I just get messages or I confide in my spirit guides to whatever, but I never am like thinking about something that had actually happened in this world this body it's always things like above me the universe stuff like that so the fact that a a moment of something that had happened in my day even came up is like not normal and I just wanted to share that experience with everybody because I honestly believe that if you really need a divine answer you don't have you need that further clarification about something your angels your spirit guides they're waiting they can tell you um And it really, if you're, um, I need like concrete proof or I will always doubt and second guess every situation. So for me picking the snowflake and the number eight was like, not going to be any coincidence if I saw it. And sure enough, literally within 24 hours, I saw it. And you should always, when you're, if you're going to try this technique, if you're going to ask for a sign, a very evident sign. Give the universe or your angels or whoever you want to call it, God, give a specific timeline. So you could say, I want to see this within this week. I want to see this within this day. Give more than like an hour, of course, because then you're just going to be waiting. It usually comes when you're not fully expecting it. And this has happened to me before. I had also asked to see a butterfly with, I think, the number eight again, which is kind of ironic, but about a decision that I needed to make involving a big change in my life and kind of uprooting a big part of my day-to-day life starting a new leaf and I asked that if I needed more time before I embarked on this new path to show me a butterfly and sure enough I was on a run and I saw a house with a big butterfly on it and it was house number 88 so the universe is listening it wants to give you answers it wants to hear you confide in it so don't be scared to just go into meditation and ask for a super divine sign that rhymed okay so I also today want to talk about my theory about weed and spirituality weed and personal growth weed and just life in general I Really, I'm just curious how other people view this as a spiritual tool or as a backtracker because I have a very unique theory and I've thought it for a while. I actually saw it confirmed that someone else had thought the same thing on TikTok, but the comments were kind of controversial. So I am in no means saying that there is like evident science behind this and I'm right and you're wrong. I'm just saying this really comes true to me and the other people I've shared it with have been like damn you're on to something so this is my personal theory on weed being a spiritual tool and the effects it has on people further in their journey so I used to use weed recreationally for meditation because when I would try to meditate I would get like crazy mind I couldn't calm my thoughts I couldn't think clearly I'd be meditating and I would just be like oh I'm hungry I want to go do something else and I couldn't dive deeply into it 
But when I was, um, had weed as a tool, I didn't want to do anything else except dive so deep into my consciousness. Like looking at my phone when I was high was not fun. It was like, why would I look at my phone when I have this whole world inside of me? So meditating was like the most fun thing for me to do when I was high. And I saw really dope shit. Like I broke down a lot of levels of like being in this world I don't know, don't want to dive too deeply into it because that's not what this is about. But what I'm saying was weed seriously progressed my journey. It helped me to trust and it showed me things that I could not deny. Like I couldn't just be like, oh, that spirituality is just all like a blah, blah, blah. It's not as real as like people say. No, when I was high and I was in meditation, that shit was crazy. And so, yeah, it gave me that love of meditation. However, the more that I progressed spiritually, when I would smoke weed, I just got really anxious. I would have an an immediate anxiety attack. I just felt really unsafe. I felt not like myself. And I felt like all I wanted to do was close myself in a room and sleep. And that was never the case before. So I was like, what has changed with me? Because it's not the intention I was giving it. It was like, I wanted to smoke weed and have these experiences again, but I couldn't. It was like, we didn't match anymore. We were not meant to meet each other ever again. So I started looking at the vibrational frequency of weed and weed is said to vibrate at a neutral vibration, which means it's not high on the vibrational scale being, you know, enlightenment, joy, happiness, love, all of that. And then it's not low on the vibrational scale, which is fear, pride, anger, hatred, all of that is low vibrations. It's just right on that turning point. So it doesn't really have a vibration that's going to, you know, change a whole lot. that's what I thought it's just not high and it's not low it's just chill and so um what I started to think was maybe when I was smoking weed before my awakening I was kind of living in these lower vibrations of hopelessness you know I didn't really have a I wasn't trusting the universe that everything was going to work out it was more so just like well, here's another day where I guess we wait to see what I'm going to run into. I hope I find something that gives me hope that, you know, I'm here for the right reasoning and all of that is what I'm getting at. But once I had this spiritual journey, I completely surrendered to the universe and trust that I am going to get to where I need to be regardless of what circumstances comes into my reality. So it doesn't matter. I I am not hopeless. I am instead very optimistic. I have joy. I love. I, I'm operating in these higher vibrations. So before, when I was living in these vibrations of hopelessness, weed was bringing me up to this neutral vibration, which is a rise in vibration. It jumps you up. You feel good. You're going from low to medium. But when you're in these high vibrations, which is where I was when I was getting anxious, which is where I still feel with weed, it's not making me in a low vibration, but it's taking me from these you know, joy, optimism, all of that to neutrality, which doesn't feel good to someone going from high vibration to medium vibration. Even though you're not in a low vibration, it's a level down from where you were. So you're not going to feel amazing and you're not going to feel like yourself. But that is also totally subject to argument, not argument, but debate, because I also know really spiritual people further progressed than I am that use weed as a tool to do shadow work or just to feel good. It's not even a tool. They just feel good when they do it. So I'm genuinely curious 
but I've also met a lot of people that do have this anxiety from weed and don't see it as a tool. They see it as a, it's like harmful to them. They feel terrible for the next few days. They lose focus and that could still also be a tool. Maybe that is a sign that you have this shadow work that you need to do and weed is kind of pulling you into the shadow work. There is a lot of ways that you could look at it as a tool but for me personally the theory that it's at a neutral vibration and when you're in a high vibration you go down and when you're in a low vibration you go up and when I say low vibration I don't mean like you're a bad person. We have days where we just wake up in a low vibration I woke up in a low vibration the day after my birthday. I just was, you know, kind of sad. I was 20 and I don't have a lot figured out. I was feeling a little bit hopeless. So it might be interesting actually to test it. And when I do feel in these lower vibrations to use weed and see how it makes me feel. But that is just my personal theory. And I'm really curious what other people think about, um, the way that that sounds, if it resonates with you or if you're like, wait, hold on. I'm one of the most spiritual people I know and I love weed. I'm genuinely curious. All right. I don't know how I've been talking for almost 20 minutes. When I make these podcast episodes, it genuinely flies by. I don't know why. I think I just get in the zone. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. But before I head out, because I don't want to overwhelm you guys with information, I wanted to um, touch on something that I feel like I need to touch on. So I posted an Instagram story basically saying, what do you guys want me to talk about on the next podcast episode? And I'm not kidding. 75% of the comments, and there were like a hundred of them, were about loneliness and how to deal with the loneliness that comes with a change in consciousness, your spiritual journey. So take comfort in the fact, first of all, that you are not alone because 75% of the 100 people that commented had the same question. You're not crazy. You're not, you know, turning a bad leaf or however that saying goes. You are on the right path. Trust this process. Trust it all. But you also don't have to be depressed and lonely. I am alone all the time. I value my alone time more than I value my time with other people because the way that I feel when I'm alone is ultimately the way I'm going to feel when I go into interaction with others. So if I'm coming to an interaction with my best friends feeling bleh, their vibrations are going to fall to bleh too, or we're just not going to, we're going to kind of bump heads. So I need to make sure always that my vibration is content. I am happy. I feel good because There's no point in interacting with others, in my case, if I don't feel my best, if I am not doing self-care and putting myself first, if I'm not meditating or doing yoga or doing something that I love for at least, you know, an hour, hour and a half or all day. Take a day completely to yourself. But I want to talk about the initial stages of when you go into solitude and why that is and how to make it feel better. So when you're alone, you're operating completely without your ego. Because there's no one to impress. There's no one to show up for. You are doing this for yourself. You don't have to put on a mask when you're just alone. So over quarantine, when like the quarantine was thick and there wasn't any interaction, because I broke a lot of quarantine rules, I have to admit. I had 
a summer where I had a circle of people that we all hung out with. So I was never alone this summer. In fact, I actually lost track of a lot of parts of myself in a good way. It was meant to be. It was so fun. But um, the weeks before that, like there were about two months where we were just completely quarantined because of COVID. And I did some serious digging into who I am and who I want to be and what is my truth. And I was doing it completely for myself and not to be an influencer or to be a good friend to somebody or a girlfriend to somebody. It was all for me. And my ego was forced to kind of go run and hide because I wasn't dealing with any of that. There was nobody to show up for. There was there was nobody to change the way that I act for. And I fell in love with that version of myself. I was like, holy shit, I've been wearing this mask of, you know... I want to be the popular girl and I want to be so hot and I have, you know, this amazing body. And it was like, well, why? Just be healthy, be happy, do it for you. And that was how I found out who I really am. So now that life is semi back to normal or at least a lot more normal than it was when we were not even leaving the house without a mask and gloves on, um, which kind of still happens, but it's better. You're seeing people at least. When I show up, I don't show up as that fearful, egoic version of a human that just wants to be accepted. I'm showing up as me fully who knows what I want and I can feel vibrations of people that aren't meant to be in my life and I'm not afraid to walk away from those people. So when you do go into solitude, when you are alone, when you are acting completely as your truth, the version of yourself that sets your soul on fire... That is the whole point of being alone is you have to find those people. You have to, I mean, you have to find that person that's just trying to come out. But every time it does, you know, it might get shit on for or looked at weirdly. So when you are alone, the whole point for me was falling in love with the version of myself that is who I really am and deciding what I want from this life and who I want to be in this life. And yeah, I mean, without alone time, we would go crazy The whole point of a spiritual alone time is not to be scared of doing some serious shadow work, healing parts of yourself that you've had a band-aid for because other people are a band-aid for our problems. Instead of dealing with them, we can just go out and get trashed and have fun. Well, when you're alone, you are only talking to yourself. You're having conversations. It's you versus the ego and you have to beat the ego. You have to heal. You have to be your truest, highest, most vibrationally beautiful self and I mean you don't just have to be sitting in your room alone and thinking about your life like go do shit that makes you happy guys I'm at the beach right now completely by myself talking to everybody in a car somebody has walked by me and just looked right at me and thought I was crazy probably but I'm doing what makes me happy and I'm doing it alone and that's what it's all about if you love to go thrift shopping just go do shit that makes you feel good. Get a good book about, you know, Dark Night of the Soul. You'll probably resonate with a lot of what they talk about. I could talk about the Dark Night of the Soul, but I'm not educated enough about it. But when I got my reading, he did tell me that this year is going to be full of making myself aware of the knowledge I need to be aware of. So we might be making an episode on that, but I haven't decided. We will see. But... I've been talking for so, so long, and I don't want you guys to be like, whoa, we have so much information to incorporate into our lives. So I'm going to leave you with those three subjects today. 
But like I said, I am so interested in everybody's opinion on especially my weed being a spiritual tool theory. I think it's like the coolest shit I've ever come up with. (laughs) So if you agree, if you disagree, if you partially agree, let me know. Let me know your similar experiences. Let me know your completely different experiences. And don't forget to ask those angels, spirit guides, God, the universe, whoever you want, whoever serves you, whoever you believe in, for a significant, very evident sign. And you don't have to share those stories with me because obviously if it's personal, it's personal. But I'm really curious because it's so beautiful how the universe works and it works in mysterious ways. All right, my beautiful people, I love you so, so much. Keep those vibrations high and make sure that you Instagram message me. It's hannah.jj. I'll put it all in the description. Make sure that you keep letting me know what you think. It literally lights up my day when I get messages that someone's listened to the podcast. Like, I can't believe how much our family has grown. It's so cool. Like, it's so cool, guys. We're literally worldwide. People in other countries are listening. Are you kidding? Who would have thought? I don't know. I don't know. All right. I will see you beautiful people next week. I love you so much. Stay safe. Love you.